Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories presents the pay-per-view war stories. As your no know, crew goes on a little pay-per-view dive between WWF and WCW. Wrong day to say dive. Yeah, that's true. Well, we, I told him not to do it. The time has come as the one pay-per-view I've been waiting since day one. <laughs> Jeez. January 1st? Six. Sick. Insurrection? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I was thinking day one, the pay-per-view. It's on January 1st. Ish. Yeah. I'm day one-ish. Although they're going to change it now to what it's I on mean, the weekend. They probably should. Yeah. It's well, bad... they don't call it day one. Yeah, you know. <laughs> also, what, happen, what happens when it's on a Monday? No nuts? It's weekend-ish. <laughs> Monday Night Raw pay-per-view? There it is. 17 hours. Starts at 10 a.m. No. Goes, to, goes through Raw. No, guys. I'm talking about when we first started the Monday Night War stories. I said, what, we, we discussed. What February things... 2016, by the way. You're welcome. Thank you. We were discussing what we're, are we looking forward to, and I said, I'm not looking forward to this one pay-per-view. And the pay-per-view has come as we had to watch WCW Sin. We got, we got to watch yeah. WCW Sin. First. Is there anything good to do in the middle of January in Indianapolis, Indiana? Heroin? Probably. Because that's where we are. That's where we are. But we're at the Jose Canseco Fieldhouse. <laughs> there it is. But I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. I'm here for a bone-breaking good time. And the ch-ch-chosen one, Mike Boobel. If you're happy and you know it, snap your leg. If you're happy and you know it, snap your leg. If you're happy and you know it and you really want to show it. If you're happy and you know it, snap your leg. That was fantastic. Ah, a good time is had by all. Except for maybe Sid. And the fact that they had to radically change the ending of the match. Radically. We'll get to that later. More on that later. You know what? Stay tuned to find out. We have a lot to burrow through before we get to the main event. Joe Burrow? Go Bengals. How about that? So. Uh, Don't ever say go Bengals again. Walkakin Egyptian? Wait, we're talking about bangles. What, what type really of bangles are we talking about? Yeah, what type of bangles are we talking I mean, about? First of all, any girl group actually play their own fucking instruments. My, I tip my hat to you. The Donnas? The Donnas were good. There it is. See? The Donnas were good. I got two. The Go Go's. Uh, four Knot Blondes. There it is. No. What's going on? I'll wake, I'll wake up from a nightmare in the middle of the night now going, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She had the biggest mouth in the history of oh ever. Oh, my God. It's like staring into a gaping maw. Anyways. <laughs> you know she was married to uh, the Darlene from Jaws? Oh. Oh, Darlene can do so much better. For years they were married. They just recently, I think, got a divorce or separated or some shit. Like that. First of all, I, I, I don't care. I'm going to change right now. How the fuck is the Connor still on TV? I mean, what are we doing? That show didn't matter when Roseanne was on it. Okay. I mean, Jesus. Now I looked around. Dan Connor's married to Peggy Bundy. <laughs> Fucking all kids is like still live at home, although they kicked the, the son out again. They fucking family matters, that fucking grown man. Yeah, he <laughs> went upstairs to come back down. Biracial family don't exist anymore, apparently. That's, that's how it goes. <sighs> so, January 14th of 2001, we're in Indianapolis, Indiana, the Conseco Fieldhouse. Jose Conseco Fieldhouse. Oh, the Jose Conseco. Okay. Do you guys want to? Know, do you know what, what the poster is? I saw Corey, Corey posted uh, the review, but do yeah. you, Mr. Boobel, do you know who's on the poster? Booker T. But no, I don't know then. Uh, 
Three of the I figured four. it's WCW, so I'm like, uh, the Renegade, well, I don't th- know. Three of the four people will be in the show tonight. Well, that's good. Steiner. Yep. Goldberg. Yep. DDP. Yep. And Sting. I mean... Now, since they usually throw, they usually create these pay-per-view months. posters months ahead, Yeah, I'm guessing, it's just a guess, but I'm guessing in a perfect world that this was the planned Fatal 4-Way. I guess this was, yeah, I guess this was the main event. Yeah, yeah. which, drastically different match. But, Although, uh, Sting snaps his like Try the same spot, weirdly enough. Yeah, I don't think he... No, he wouldn't. Would, <laughs> let me ask you guys this. Let me ask you guys oh, this. Before we move forward, would you rather... Would you... Would have been more entertained by this Fatal 4-Way if I mean, this was it? That's a better Fatal 4-Way match. Bigger right. star power. Yeah. Uh, Sting, Steiner, Goldberg, and DDP. But then what's the undercard look like? I don't, so I don't know true. about that. Like, What are you going to do with DDP and Goldberg in that match? Oh, they can, they can cancel each other out. We all know Sting would take the pin. I mean, it's better than the dumb mystery shit. Like, you know, more on that later. Because, mm, well, yeah. we'll get to it. No, we'll get to We're it. We're about to get to it as, uh, hey, what up? Good job, Buckner. One, uh, Corey here. Yeah. We'll be giving us, hey, Corey, how did we get here? Oh, God. Uh, well, a two week vacation. <laughs> okay. But more importantly, how we got here is that, uh, uh, well, they wanted to do a fatal four way title match. They got two heels and promised two baby faces. It was always going to be a four way. They promised a triple threat at first. Sid was always going to work his way into it after Star- Starcade. Um, this company's in turmoil. They're looking to be sold to Fusion Media, which is going to be announced any day now on TV. Uh, so their head isn't exactly a thousand percent on the storylines, but they're trying here. They're trying new stuff. Uh, although anybody who doesn't see what happens at the pay per view coming a mile away Hi. hasn't been watching the TV for the past month. We've been talking about it for about a month. Yep. Yep. Uh, so. We have those four in a main event. We have Goldberg and Sarge against Totally Buffed, which the ED at the end just totally chuffs me, or it's, chuffed me. There it is. That's what you <laughs> did there. Um, but yeah, we're ready to go. We got a title match tonight in old Indy. Now, we all know Indianapolis, however. It used to be pretty, hot wrestling town. Pretty vaunted wrestling history. That's the territory of uh, Dick the Bruiser and the Crusher. I mean, I've, I was called that in high school. Uh <laughs> I have no comment to that. That's a good one. That, that um, is the op- that's the uh, that's the home base and opening territory for one Bobby Heenan back in the sixties. Um, Joe, do you know his first match ever? Um, when he, the first thing he ever did in wrestling was being a match. The no. very first night he was in the business. No, because <laughs> he was supposed to be a manager, and the, one of the partners didn't show up, so they put his ass in a mask and said, "Stand there on the apron." Yeah, <laughs> Checks out. That's how it happened. And then he sees. There's a whole bunch of stuff that happens that night, and he's like, "What the hell did I sign up for?" I feel like that. I feel like that's what should have the man, mask man, do tonight. But I digress. Well, the mask man had to rush out of nowhere. <laughs> what a rush! What a rush yeah, to uh, to join the match because it wasn't his cue yet, but it became his cue very quickly. But we'll get to it. Okay. I'm begging you to start the show. Begging? Well, I'm not gonna beg. I take that back. It's begging. No, sorry. Been begging strips. Begging? Dogs don't know it's not begging. No. All right, let's get to it. <laughs> Once again, the references. January 14th of the year 2000 for Sin. Or oh, 1, 2001. 2001. Yeah, it could be. You know, Sin 2001. Sid 2001. There it is. Uh, That's the second time in 2001 you said 2000 now. Well, sir. We've only done three shows from 2001. Pretty difficult, you know? <laughs> Fuck, man. When I do, when even in current day. Well, four weeks in, there's been three television shows. <laughs> yeah. 
for <laughs> even in current time frame, you know how long it takes me to go from like 2002 to 2003? About October. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> get him, he'll get up by Havoc. But when Havoc shows up, I'll be like, hey, you guys, know, we're 2001. When we get to Havoc 2001, Corey, you'll see. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you'll see. Good luck on that one. You'll see. I'll show you. And your little dog pockets, too. That's right. Yeah, I'm really glad you quoted a former World Heavyweight Champion there. <laughs> I, uh, thank you. Uh, commentary team has won Tony Schiavone and Scott Hudson. Thank that, God. Thank God. Thank God. I, I've been waiting oh. to get to this point. How great was these two just being on the table? I just want to tell you this. Oh. I have been waiting. I didn't know when it happened, but I have been waiting for it. This is the team going forward on Nitro and pay-per-views. Just these two. And then it's just Tony and Tanay on Thunder. The week was so much we, better to listen we got, to. We got rid of the three-man teams. It is now, this is the A-team. It's these guys right here. Thank God. Do we know why? It just Yeah, Disco was so bad. Yeah, Disco was terrible. No, uh, I'm um, guessing. Yeah. But Stevie wasn't cutting it, and Disco was the shit. So it was like, you know what, fuck it. We're just going to go to a goddamn team. Go to actual people that, you know, their job is and to plus announce. Plus, they're, they're, they're trying to tighten up payroll, so why have a third announcer? I, I do have a question, Corey. Yeah. Uh, does Disco ever on TV again? You know, I was thinking about that when he did the commentary. Is that it I think for that's disco? it for Disco. Crazy. Like I think. Gone Gone? Yeah, Gone Gone. I mean, well, like, no, he's in the company. He's in the company, but, but he like, may not be not on, on TV. television like, ever again. I think he done. He, he, he gone after he that gone. He backstage gone. But yeah, because there's nothing. For him to do. I mean. There, yeah, there's nothing. So I think that is it for him. Wow. Which we have a ton of that coming up, so. <clears throat> More than later. Um... All right, let's start the show off with our uh, with a promo, and it does the uh, photo stills. I wish oh. from before the show starts. <laughs> the seven sins. Let's be showing the results. The seven. They <laughs> they post the photo of the like car, the rundowns. Like fuck, guys, we messed up. And I want to talk about this as you go. So go ahead. The the, the video. The promo. The, the, the seven sins. The vin envy, greed, wrath. Pride, sloth, gluttony, and lust. So, if you pay attention to the pay-per-views the next three months, mm-hmm. there was a theme. Mm-hmm. This one was called Sin. Next month's is Super Brawl Revenge. And in March is Greed. They mm-hmm. were going to have pay-per-views named after all seven sins that year. That was the running plan. I mean, it's not the worst idea. Yeah. It's, you know... Leading to so would gluttony be Hall- Halloween havoc? Gluttony? I don't know how they were going to fit that one. To be honest, <laughs> we're, we're here for slimbery sloth. It's just Hugh Morris versus Bam Bam Bigelow in an Iron Man match. Slothbury, slothbury. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. Like I don't know how they were going to wrap Great American sloth. It, but the plan was to have all seven deadly sins be a centerpiece of pay per view names to. <laughs> fit into some storyline they were going to go with. Weird. I don't know. It really feels like it was me all along, Austin, is what the payoff to that is. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. right. Some greater power ass shit right there. I'll take it from here, nurse. Somewhere Vince is like, God damn it, that was a good idea. Oh, mom. Fucking hard. Greedy titties. Surprising end up. Greedy titties. Um, Spank me, daddy. (laughs) More Uh, that. More on that later. Uh, we go backstage. We see Shane, Sugar Shane Helms telling one Shannon Moore to stay in the back. He got this. 
as our first match Does tonight. Does he got it like that? I think so. Got to ask him, but he's going to say that's enough. Our first match is going to be Sugar <laughs> Shane Helms versus... That was so well done, sir. <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, versus Chavo Guerrero Jr. for the Cruiserweight Championship. And his new super sped up uh, Carlos Santana version of the Eddie Guerrero music. Fuck, hate it. I hate I'm, it. You know what? I'm going to go with John Mayer. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Carlos Santana. That's right. I said it. You no good hack compiler. I, I, don't, I don't have an opinion strongly either way. I just... And uh, again, I I've noticed. Uh, <laughs> but fuck John Mayer for admitting his dick is racist. What? Yeah, he's like he likes people of all color, but his dick is straight up David Duke. <laughs> That's I mean, that is a famous quote from Although, John Mayer. That quote, he's like his dick is straight up David Duke, is also a fantastic <laughs> quote. <laughs> Put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> that was the weirdest interview I ever read. <laughs> like, wait, you know what? what? <laughs> he lied to me. He's not the mayor of anything. No. Nope. And Daughters is a stupid-ass song. It's a terrible song. It's just... Ugh. It's bitching at mothers for not raising their wives to be... Or daughters to be subservient to him and his sexual whims. Bodies of What a though. message, though, huh? What a message that is. You're a shitty mom because your daughter won't put out when I want her to. Hate to see it. Uh, I noticed one thing. The, uh, the, uh... Around the ring, the little tarp. WCW. But in red... It's just for the design of the pay-per-view logo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I didn't notice it. They're struggling, though. They've got, like, three different logos right now. Yep. They've got the uh, splattered vagina. Which I miss. They've got... I love that logo. They have the uh, WCW Magazine font logo. And then there's this one. Okay. Because I noticed it on uh, Thunder with the uh, Flair promo. So I'm like... like, (laughs) Interesting that they're going with red now. Oh, they definitely they're... have an identity crisis. Yeah, I, I think what they're doing is if when they sell, they plan on rebranding because that splattered vagina in '99 that didn't get over anywhere. People were like, "This is stupid." And once you fuck your branding up, for any in any business, it's tough to come back from it. That everybody downplays how big of an issue that was. That had a lot to do with '99. I mean, terrible TV and and. Fucking like, I'm not even saying they didn't need like a new set and like a revamp because they did, but you could have kept the same block lettering and just that like whole, like look how WWF just changed it to a scratch logo. It still clearly said WWF, but it was updated. That old WWF logo is iconic. There's I, no need to get rid of that. Um, I have a two WCW hats and one's a the WCW brick, but there's a black hat with a little white WCW, yeah. and then the producer just got me the. Black hat with a purple. Nice. But the thing is, the, it's like the hat texture that I need to buy the extension hat extension because it's the yeah the it's not long enough. It's not long enough. Yeah. So she's like, damn. But I want. I don't to. have that problem. So anyway, Chavo comes in the ring, and we have a cruiserweight title match. <laughs> yep. Uh, Shane Shane Helms with the head sisters takedown. Somehow Chavo lands uh, behind Shane and almost goes through the ropes. Shane puts Chavo on his shoulders and drops Chavo's uh, face on his knee. Shane with the reverse neckbreaker. Shane ducks a clothesline and hits the dragon suplex, or they call it the X-plex, for a two-count. Shane hits a super kick, but Chavo gets his foot on the rope. I've never heard it called an X-plex. I've heard it a couple times, but it's not very common. Chavo hits a splash on the outside. Helms blocks the blockbuster and tosses Chavo to the outside. 
Helms does a crossbody frog splash to the outside. Chavo blocks the vertebraker, and Helms hits Nightmare on Helm Street for a two count. Chavo blocks this, a second Nightmare and runs him into the turnbuckle. Helms blocks the... It's a little D- Nightmare factory in this match. Yep. Helms blocks a DDT from Chavo, but Chavo ends up hitting the blockbuster for the win. 11 minutes and 14 seconds. So real quick, why is he using the blockbuster? It's weird. I, uh, I did like this match, but I felt it was missing a higher gear that it could have gotten to. And I also think that the one on Nitro with him and more was better. Didn't hate this match, but I, I thought the one on Nitro I, was better. I, I agree with you that I, I enjoyed the match. I was just more of a, like, this is what I do like when we do uh, the fake movie experts. So the fact of, you know, the phone, the phone game of how soon do you look at your phone while a match is happening or a movie's happening. And for me, I didn't look at my phone. I was like, okay, I'm intrigued by this, but again... With this month-long feud going between the two, you think it would go, I don't know, maybe two more minutes that, with an extra speed to it as well. But I enjoyed it, but kind of, you know, like, oh. Who's the heel again in this match? Like Chavo, Chavo? technically? Chavo was. Okay. Uh, damn good opener, back and forth. Helms showed he belongs, but not quite yet. Crowd surprisingly pro-Chavo. That's why I was like, technically Chavo, but that's not how the crowd oh, said. I forgot. The, I gave it three and a quarter. There it is. It's a good match. How, do you think it was, which one do you like better? That's what I want on Nitro between him and more. I think the one with him and more was better, honestly, no. which shocked me. But, um. So I was definitely looking forward to this match. It's one of the couple I, I marked out for, but. I think we'll see better. Uh, we see we, commentaries talking up about who could be the mystery man. We go earlier today when Ric Flair shows up to the arena and Mike Tanay bombards him, asking him, uh, who's the guy going to be? And Flair's like, you guys will find out later tonight. As the mystery man I, will rock Steiner to his core. So, uh, right then, because I, so going to this pay-per-view, I had no idea who it was. I don't remember this, I remember the storyline, but I don't yeah. remember who the mystery guy is. So I didn't know. So at this point, I was like, oh. So I thought it in my head. I was like, I got it. Um, but right here, like at some point, Tanae was like, "You are required to tell us." Flair was like, "The fuck I am," and I was like, "Why the fuck is he required to tell you shit?" Bitchy Tanae getting all the fuck are you talking about? To tell, he's gonna start doing his anti-woman shit on Flair. <laughs> you belong in the kitchen, nature boy. Woo. Uh, so I will be like, railing your wife. Make me. A I sandwich. will say, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I did not know. I'll be honest, I did not know who the mystery man was. Well, we've got like two hours and 40 minutes where we find out. Well, I know, but I'm just saying, leading up to it, I thought it was the who people thought on last well, we'll, week. We'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we go backstage with Mean Gene. The Mama Lukes is joining the bull. Can't be at ringside tonight as Vito... Uh, Eliminating a huge hole at ringside. Right. <laughs> what, does Reno split his dick in half again? Thanks, Dorn. <laughs> um, so our next match is going to be Big Vito versus that guy... That guy, Reno. I'm surprised this went on so early. Main event anywhere in the world. Just feud of the year right here. Yikes. Uh, Vito with a superplex. Then hold, a on, hold on. Before the, oh. before the match, Big Vito had a promo. Mm-hmm. And I'm confused. In the promo, he talked about the family drama. Yep. Including yep. coming to him and his girl. And yep. I was like, wait a minute, she was their sister on TV Correct. two months ago. Correct. And then he says, you came between me and my girl. Was he fucking his sister? Yes. Which I've been saying since day one. 
Vito invented stepsister porn. I was really... Con- he didn't say nothing about stepsister. He just said his no, I'm girl. saying he invented the genre. I didn't okay. say it was stepsister. He just invented it. People were like, ooh, that's a good idea. As but a, they can't be related. As I was saying since day one when they announced that she was Ish. the sister, I'm like, bullshit. They're fucking... They I was are. like, so... They just took the meat storyline. Yeah. What or whatever it was. No, uh, Beaver Cleaver, <laughs> whatever the fuck his name was. I was going to say, if it was the meat storyline, at least Vito more uh, more than can handle the uh, the actual game. It was just Chaz. Yeah, it was Beaver Cleaver. Chaz. You know, Chaz beating... Uh, yeah, Beaver Cleaver won because uh, he's fucking his mom. <sighs> Russo, you freak. He who ignorates that. Yeah. Uh, so Vito with the superplex on the belly of back... Uh, Vito oh, just says dig it in the ring. That's right. Vito <laughs> runs at uh, Vito runs at Reno, but Reno chucks him to the post, throws him in the barricade. Vito with a mafia kick. Uh, What's a mafia kick? It's just a sidekick. It's a stiff sidekick. Yeah. Scott Hudson goes. We're not seeing high flying stuff from that we are used to with these two. two. <laughs> what? Hudson, I, I know you haven't been on commentary. You need to watch the product once as, in a while. <laughs> as then Tony responds, it's not because we're having ourselves a Donnybrook. I know that's at Extreme Rules. That's true. <laughs> uh, Vito with an overhead suplex, and then the top rope elbow drop for a two. Vito blocks a roll of the dice and hits an overhead suplex. Uh, Reno blocks a jumping DDT and hits a T-bone suplex, as then he also then reverses the suplex and hits the roll of the dice for the win. Eight minutes and 41 seconds. That guy, Reno, gets the victory. I'm surprised by that. Uh... I mean, Reno's part of a group that matters. Vito is not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's hey, all I got. He's part of a trio. But I'm loose. But it's Vito, it, his penis, and Johnny the Bull. There it is. But it's like, it's that old, the old-fashioned way of wrestling of, like, the face getting beat up by the heel for, like, two months straight, and then when the pay-per-view comes, he should get the win, but I digress. What'd you give, Corey? Yeah, Corey. So I gave it a flat two. Mm. I said it was a straightforward... Bigger guy match, nothing to complain about, but nothing great. It just existed. I did look at my phone, but it wasn't like much for. Uh, You're perfect, trying to fi- it was perfectly serviceable as a second match on a pay per view. You were trying to find that uh, Vito sister porn, that tape. Yeah, I'm try- I was trying to figure out who uh, his girl it's was. Called Vito Bones, the family. Vito Bones. <laughs> uh, we got a Mike Sanders with Brian Adams backstage. Uh, Sanders is telling Adams that he's still in charge and wants to pay them to do something, and they does. And this is like when they're like in a dim green light room. Uh, it's the chronic room in the chronic room, and then <laughs> behind Adams' shoulders, Clark shows up and is like, "Hey, we got something. We got a job." And then they look, and Clark's like, "Yeah, this is a better job to do." He pulls out a fat wad of cash. I still like the gimmick. Uh, yeah. So here's my question, Corey. Whose money were they using to do these vignettes? Yes. Probably. Because, like, if, you're, if you're a wrestler X, it doesn't matter. Pick one. You're going to hand your, your money to hand to another wrestler and get it back? I think not. Uh, probably not. I wouldn't. Probably not going to trust that. <laughs> no. But you're telling me that Brian Adams has that much cash over? Probably not. <laughs> it's probably the fucking pay for the night. You know, the intake of the ticket booth. I'll get us on the camera side with a gun. It's like, motherfucker, we're getting it back. Yeah. Get that back <laughs> right now. <laughs> That's a fat wad of cash. Reminds me of the Goodfellow story. You ever heard that? No. They were using fake money, of course, for the gambling scenes, but De Niro couldn't stand the feel of the fake money. He couldn't, so he demanded real money. So, like, one of the grips 
went out and got all of his own money out of the bank to use during the filming of that scene, but made sure he got it back. But yeah, one of the grips was like, well, I'll go empty my bank account. <laughs> and he did. And that in. grip? Steven Spielberg. <laughs> right. Who knew? But like, I, was I like, can't back that up. And that's, <laughs> that's that's dedication, I guess. Yeah, you know, De Niro made it worth his time. Because like, here's five hundred thousand dollars in fake money. Yeah, here's spend, money spend it all in one place. Yeah. <laughs> all on red. Got it. Yep. Uh, we go backstage with Tully Buff arriving, as they say. That Thought they, you were gonna say Tully Blanchard first. I was like, what? Tully Blanchard I was like, showed up. I missed this fucking part. What? <laughs> As Blanchard says, he's taking on uh, uh, they'll take care of Sarge, and if that doesn't work, they go to Plan B, and then have someone. Isn't that outlaw down the United States? Oh, sorry. In some. What about in? Actually, I'm sure it's an outlaw here because old old Pinceroni's the fucking in charge here. So that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, Our next match is Mike (laughs) Sanders. He's above average versus. Um, Nope, it's not. Is it not? Oh, I did. There we go. Here we go. It was like three matches. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> that's ah, fine. God, we found the part he wasn't watching, Corey. God. <laughs> he damn. Hit that fast forward. Yeah. Mike Sanders. He, right? watched, he did that Jim Cornette watch along. It's, it's Mike yep. Sanders. Fast forward through about an hour show. He went like, Shit. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Lazy right. booking. This is a, this Lazy podcaster. This is a special match as it's the Young Dragons versus Evan <laughs> Courageous and Jamie Noble. Even like out of the entrepreneur, Tony was like, not even on advertise today. I was like, Thanks, Tony. A special match we got here. Maybe throw something together. Yeah, I mean, it beats did, did they, they though? It beats what they could have put on, like that other demon match. Or they could have uh, just given the first off, more time. First off, the demons match is a special main this event. Go? How long is this match? This goes nine twenty one. You could have given another four minutes to the opening match. Yeah, but is there any other match on the card you're going to give more time to? Yeah, the main event. There it is. <laughs> they had to cut short as it was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Kaz with an overhead suplex, uh, over the head release suplex on Evan. Kaz with a head scissors takedown on Noble. We have uh, uh, both dragons do double moonsaults to the outside onto both men. Noble drags Yang to the outside with the overhead suplex, uh, over the head uh, head scissors. Kaz jumps off the top rope for a cross body, but Craig's drop kicks him. Kaz drop toe holds Evan into the turnbuckle. Courageous catches Kaz and hits a, a spine buster. Uh, Courageous power slams Kaz. And Better than Ahmed? Maybe. So. Uh, that's, I mean. I mean, it's the greatest of all time, so. Yeah. Maybe, at least it's better than Arns. <laughs> I mean, obviously. For sure. Obviously. Uh, Kaz goes Arms for the best third. Don't make Barn pull out his Glock. Uh, you Kaz- know what? Rick Steiner's with me, though. Yeah. <laughs> that just fire. Yep. <laughs> it's not threat with Rick Steiner. Courageous <laughs> uh, uh, power slams Kaz and then goes for a springboard moonsault, but slips on the mi- on. Uh, you, you don't say. He slips. You don't say. Courageous fucked it up. Yeah. <laughs> Who saw that coming? I digress. You know what I was thinking about during this match? Maybe you guys can help me with this. So Evan Courageous sucks. Yes, but just is the prototype for every wrestler in 2022. I mean, he's just, that's what Evan Courageous is. He's a spot monkey. Who he is. Like, he looks, his, he has a really good physique, and he's a spot monkey. Yeah. Who is the closest to Evan Courageous in today's wrestling? He has the look and the ability to do a lot of the shit, but fucks it up all the time. Oh. Because I was like, you could just drop this motherfucker onto dynamite tomorrow, and he fits. And I'm trying to find which AEW wrestler I would. Dub the Evan Courageous. You know what? 
Because no? this guy's better than Evan Courageous. I mean. <laughs> and, and could be really great, but has a tendency on an off night to Sammy Guevara. I mean, you're not wrong. When he's on, it's great, but when those off nights? Hmm. Yep. 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 Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Uh, where are we going here? Craig uh, just hits a springboard crossbody to the outside on the Cavs. Noble tries a Frankenstein on to Yang, but Yang holds on and... Uh, uh, but Yang holds on and does a sit-down powerbomb on Noble. Courageous is a 450 splash, but Kaz breaks up the pin. Kaz jumps over the top rope and hits a DDT. Noble hits a tombstone on Kaz, but Yang breaks it up. Yang does a twist and corkscrew, but misses So Noble on Noble, so Yang just rolls him up for the win. So two things. Uh, I would never lay there and hope Evan Courageous hits a 450 <laughs> ever in my life. <laughs> And also, uh, if Jamie Noble could never do a tombstone again, that would be fantastic. Because that scared the absolute shit out of me. You know who I want to see do a 450? And Corey tweeted it out uh, a bit a while ago. Uh, Scott Steiner doing a 450 and a trying to uh, across the whole ring. I mean, I'm going to call it like a 390 because he definitely landed on his feet first. Well, the guy was over three quarters away yeah, from Yeah, you know money. what? <laughs> A bad carpenter blames his tools. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I'm not. But I was yeah. like, for uh, 1986, that was like, what the fuck are we watching? Jamie Noble scared the shit out of me. I was like, that's, that's almost worse than Kane's. But what did you guys because think of the match? Because he jumps. I actually loved the fuck out of good. this match. I liked it. This match was really good. I, I gave it three stars and said, fun tag match with energy and effort. I'm right, I there, with, I'm right there with you. It was yeah. really good. It was fun, but it's also like, it was that fun part, but it's like, I think it helped that we haven't seen them for like three weeks, so it kind of helped. But also the fact you know they've been feuding each other for the past four months. But it was good. It was good. I I enjoyed it. But I get the feeling like with Sugar Shane going singles. I mean, not full time, but yeah, it feels like they're they've got things around the corner. Things are going to change a little bit. Um, but so far, I mean, guys, it's not a bad first forty five minutes. We're three matches in, and so far I've enjoyed. I haven't. I didn't even hate Reno and Vito. It no. was just a match. You know? it's, I, uh, it's been a good yeah forty minutes so far to start this pay per view. It's not I, bad. I told Booble, I'm like the first couple matches are entertaining, but we hit a wall. Well, let's. Well, I see what you did there. Spoiler. Yeah. Let's well, see what we go from here. You know, <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna yeah, say, let's yeah. see if they continue. Well, yeah, yeah. Now yeah, we yeah. know they don't. Well, I'm not saying they don't here. I'm just saying when we hit a wall, then for me it started going the opposite direction. But our next match is Mike Sanders versus the Cat. Winner becomes commissioner. Speaking of feuds that are four or five months old, like, can we just stop it? San- uh, Sanders says the Cat. First of all, sir, you skipped maybe the highlight of the pay per view, which oh. is totally buff coming in that car. Oh yeah, the Goldberg. Whatever car. the fuck that was. That was something out of ZZ Top. <laughs> Money ain't for nothing. Like um, something only totally buffed. I was like. Would you? It, where it, the fuck did you find that? It was so tiny for them. Probably in Goldberg's it, garage. Yeah, probably. Jesus Christ! But it was so tiny for them to show up. Like, what is going on here? I yeah. mean, first of all, it's a goddamn stretch limo compared to what Sid drives in. <laughs> it's goddamn Geo Metro. They have him roll in. He's fucking high tower. <laughs> he pops off the top of it. I was kidding, but comfort's nice. Comfort's yeah. important. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so now the next match commission, for the commissionership, Cat Sanders. Sanders says to the Cats for the people, but Sanders is here for the money. 
Sanders says that that uh, he's in it for the money, and after he wins, Miss Jones would be his too. He also gave away everything the cat was going to say, and they did. I was like, well, yeah. all right, that's they, fun. They do that that popularity thing of like who's more popular for you know stand on the apron, cheer, stand on the apron. I so mean, I actually on. loved the start of that. Mm-hmm. I don't know the last time I saw like going this time. I don't know the last time I saw that. I was like, this is like. Territory wrestling. This is fantastic. Yeah. I loved everything about the beginning. This was so great to start with. Until Sanders sneaks attacks the cat. Uh, cat hits a spinning uh, heel. Sanders low blows the cats, and the ref just says, hey, don't do that. Uh, yeah. yeah, the cat hits a split. One and one out. One and one out. The cat hits a split uppercut and goes to Sanders, but Sanders throws him through the ropes. Uh, Sanders grabs the chair, but Miss Jones tries to grab it, but... Uh, and then Miss Jones tries to uh, kick him. Miss Jones grabs the chair, and then Sanders chases her around the uh, ring. And then Palumbo and Stasiak come out to attack the cat. And then Chronic comes out. Which side are they on? And then they attack the Thrillers. Adams distracts the ref as then Clark shoves the money down the Sanders' mouth. Cat hits the feline kick for the win. In five minutes and 44 seconds, your new commissioner of W, the cat. And after the match, the cat just dances. The uh, first minute and a half was great, and then the match started. And then I then didn't the care after that. I mean, I didn't hate the match, but I had no expectations either. Yeah. So, I mean, I went two and a half. More fun than it had any right to be, I said. I And I like the end because it's you can see... The ending was good. I saw the, like the very beginning and the very end. <laughs> I like the baby the face right. side is shoring up, you know? You can yep. tell there's definite lines being drawn in the sand. And, uh... Did you say there's an evolution? Is that a mystery? Sometimes. Depending on what day you're thinking of. Um, oh, Batista. Then we go backstage with Goldberg and Flair watching the video of Buff and Luger talking about how they don't have a... If it doesn't happen, they have a plan B. And then Flair's like, you know what? I got an I got. I got an idea. Let's make your match a no DQ, so you know anything they can do, uh, uh, you know they it won't get out of a hand. And then like I like that, thanks. And then like Goldberg starts to walk away, and then a fan shows up and just like, hey, can I take a photo and can you sign this? Like, sure. Well, no, Flair took over to him because he wanted to meet him. Yeah. He wanted him to meet him. Yeah, yeah, he didn't just show up. He was there. I'm trying to, do I want to say what I wrote here now or later? Save it for later. Save it for later. Save it for later. I don't know what you're going to say, but save it for later. All right. Uh, we go backstage with me. I'll give you $100, but I guess not. Damn it. Yeah, fuck up. We go me and Gene Jeff Jarrett. Gene wants to know how far Jarrett would go to get the title, where you turn on your friend, and Jarrett's like, ah, just another person trying to stir shit up. <laughs> Steiner can trust Jarrett. I, As we all can. I know what they're trying to do here. It's not working. It's not. Because no one really believes their strife. Uh, our next match is going to be Team Canada versus Damn. the Filthy Animals. Smoke show. Hey, now. Jesus. Look out. And a Canadian <laughs> penalty box match with special guest referee, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. If you didn't know the rules, Duggan took about four and a half years to explain them to you. He did. He uh, went straight up Howard Fink with the rumble. Like, Howard, we get it, man. Get two motherfuckers out here. Let's get it going. And I will talk about it now. As Team Canada arrives in the arena driving the Canadian bus. Storm sa- uh, says that they're going to serve the animals some Canadian justice, and they know that animal <laughs> the animals have Duggan in their back pocket, so there's collusion. Scott Hudson was like, I prefer Canadian bacon. 
Duggan comes out and says, I, I love his little snide comments. Dude, he's so correct. Duggan says he's going to be calling it down the middle. There will be no double teaming, no low blows, no striking the referee, no outside interference. And if anybody does it, they're going into the penalty box and they must stay in the penalty box until the red light goes on. If uh, you don't go peacefully, Duggan will force you into the box. Hmm. So many jokes here. No, but Hacksaw <laughs> puts baby in the corner. Tough guy. Oh, thank you. Um, Ray with the head scissors take down Storm. Primetime runs in and attacks Ray, but Duggan noses it and sends him to the box. Awesome then comes into the ring and Duggan uh, and yells at Duggan and then shoulder bumps him and then Awesome's into the box. So as of right now, Team Canada Man. is in all in the box and that, as Tony that is quick with that uh, a penalty box. As Tony kept saying, it's a three on one process. So if they want to. You know, would have preferred if Shorzy was the special referee, but yeah, would have been great. Pull out at your ass, tug, <laughs> uh, give your balls a tug. Uh, Ray with another head, fucking embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ma, mod, uh, Ray, then, there, then there was mod, and then there was mod. Uh, Ray with a head to take down. Ray then tags in Kidman. Kidman does an over the top uh, rope leg drop. Conan then comes in and power bombs Ray on the top of Storm. So they're basically double teaming. I digress. I know. I was like, hey, Duggan, <laughs> fuck that. There's they're a lot. Cheating. There's a lot of double teaming. I was like, what is this, a Blanchard's do. match? You fucking well, cheaters? Well, hey, well, hey, he was trying to, to watch it, but one eye is on the third row over here. Tough guy. And there was no cheating over there, so he didn't call him. I understand. I understand. Storm throws Kibben in the air, but Kibben hits a Frankensteiner. Because uh, you know what happened. He was trying to power bomb yeah. him. And just, you know what you don't do. You don't do. You don't power bomb Kidman. You might want to do it. You might. You're going to try. Think about it. Kidman uh, then head scissors uh, prime time. Awesome gets caught cheating and then thrown back in the box. Storm yours at Doug and then back again. We're three on one right now, guys. So you guys. can't yell at the ref? Like, come, come I never said you can't punch the ref, but you can't yell at the ref? Come on, man. Three on one here, guys. Conan hits the rolling thunder and puts in the, uh, I think it was the Kila somewhat, right? Uh, but gets the rope. Ray gets tagged in and hits a springboard leg drop. Primetime does the does a uh, oh jumps back and uh, jumps back in the ring and hits a head scissor takedown. Primetime ducks a clothesline by Conan with the Matrix move, but Conan just grabs Primetime and hits a reverse DDT instead of having allowing him to get back up. Primetime hits a drop uh, top rope drop kick on Conan and lands on his feet. I was like. I had to rewind it. I was like, he did what? Yeah, once the announcer said he landed on his feet, I'm like, excuse that me? That shit was nuts, dude. How the fuck does that even happen? Science? <laughs> that luck. Is, that is crazy as hell. I was going to say luck. <laughs> like, I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> you know? Good. Good for you. But Jeff Hardy over here. Dun, 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 dun. Cat's drunk? Uh, yes. The cat is hyped. <laughs> oh, okay. Conan well, you said Jeff Hardy, you can go three or four different ways. Right. Conan with a tilt roll arm drag. Then we get a yak fight in the back on the outside, and Duggan uh, tells them to get in the box. Why? What, put, are they, what are they doing wrong? <laughs> he put the box in a box. I think there this, it is. <laughs> you go ahead and wrap it up, Joe. Well, this is the, well, let's go, we'll go and call it here. Well, this is the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe if it happened. Nah. MVP, that comment. <laughs> Kidman and Ray try double-team awesome, but Duggan then catches them, so they send them both to the box. He, he turned his fat ass around and sees him beating the shit out of somebody, two-on-one. His left eye went left to right and went center, and went, oh, there's a guy. Uh, awesome with the no, run. Now here's a guy. There, here's a guy. 
chat me up. Uh, awesome with a running powerbomb on Conan. Then Tigris sprays Major Guns with water, and we get another yak fight, and they go back in the box with a wet Major Guns. I mean, it's not Pamela, so I don't really care. Yeah, for one, someone's wet. Uh, <laughs> I feed her. You know what? I'm going to drop that. I'm not, I'm not touching that. Chat me up here. Were nope. You... <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Kidman with a sit-down powerbomb on Storm. Ray tosses Kidman over the top rope onto Storm. Hold on. Yes. Hold on. Yep. Okay. Gentlemen, I got a bone to pick with you. Chat me up. I understand that you can't powerbomb Kidman. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a rule as old as wrestling. Uh-huh. Why the fuck is he allowed to powerbomb motherfuckers, though? I'm just saying. That's fucked up. Because they give him so little else. Yeah. Really. Look at, the, look at the last year of Kidman's career. He gets to wear jorts and a tank top to the ring. And fuck Tory Wilson. And fuck Tory Wilson. He's doing all right. Stop powerbomb, motherfucker. Start taking powerbombs. I bombs. present to you Hulk Hogan feud. <laughs> you mean where you buried him in a little garbage can? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> all right. And somehow it went up from there. Yep. Um, everyone atta- attacks each other on the outside. Duggan sends everyone to the box. Uh, <laughs> it's just nobody in the ring. Yeah. Just Duggan doing Duggan elbow drops just to his jacket. The two by four in the Tough air. Guy. He's just oh. wrestling the Ric Flair match. Just yeah. dropping elbows on the dragon. Uh, awesome goes after Kidman to cut his hair. Uh, Strutting, t- cutting. Tigress hits the Rough Rider and gets sent into the box. I love Brutus the Barber Beef. So, did you catch Scott Hudson here? Yeah. When she did that, she was. He was like, "I'm not calling that." Not doing <laughs> it. Not doing it. Uh, Storm is hanging on the second rope, and Ray hits a top rope leg drop. Kidman hits the Kid Crusher, but Awesome runs in to break the pin. It's an uh, unpretty move. Yeah, I'm pretty. Uh, Ray tried uh, to uh, sunset flip Awesome, but Awesome catches him and hits an Awesome bomb. Yeah, it's a bold move. Good luck, Ray. <laughs> Storm puts Kidman in the Canadian Maple Leaf, and Kidman taps 13 minutes and 7 seconds. I am shocked the heels won here. This screamed like... Faces well, the get faces, the win. The faces have been getting the win like the entire like Monday and to third on Wednesday. I was so. a little surprised, but I th- same. I tried looking at the two teams and figured, okay, going forward, Team Canada probably has a higher yeah upside. for sure. Um, I gave it two and a half. It was way overbooked. Oh my mm-hmm. god, but tough guy. The world class fan in me enjoyed it because they used to have penalty box matches between the Von Erichs and Freebirds. I'm guessing this was not that. No, this was not anywhere near that. But it also what. Did it seem to you guys it was really heavy-handed with the heels going in the penalty box? Yes. Yes. Shouldn't it have been yeah. like they're not they keep cheating but not getting caught? Yes. That's how you should do it. That's, that's like that's 30 seconds in, the fucking heels are on the box? What are you doing? That's how what World the Class f- did it. But hey, you know. Jeez. Jeez. Yeah, um, like I, I expect because like the it was a three-on-one advantage for the filthy animals like twice. Yeah, it was like that's a little weird booking, but so like who in the company right now, Corey, could have put this together? Jeff Jarrett? Yeah. Anybody Jarrett. else in this company? Because they did matches like this yeah. in Memphis as well. Like, So, yeah, oh, Memphis was fun, though, because the few times I've seen it, they only had one penalty box. And if you... If See, one, that's if what I'm a, talking about. If a person from each side got penalty, they just fought, like They brawled yeah. inside uh, that box until one of them got out. Segway. You know that's a real thing, by the way? It's called phone booth fighting. Oh, I've heard about it. Heard no, it's about real. It. There's video. They just they, There's an actual like red UK-style phone booth. Yeah. They put motherfuckers in there, and you fight until somebody gets knocked unconscious. I just that's saw, awesome. I just that's saw awesome. like MMA in a convertible. I would want to do it. Uh, Yeah, there's that, too. But it's, it's awesome. It's right from Russia. You, you know. Very nice. Uh, <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> it's Kazakhstan. Bless you. Uh, <laughs> not, not, any, 
Not anymore. Uh, we go backstage for Gene with the thrillers as Sandra says that uh, uh, Chronic made a big mistake and they get what they deserve. Uh, Sandra says it's not over between him and the cat. Fantastic. As uh, Columbo and O'Hare will be taken on the Insiders. Thus but, immediately negating the mystery of which two thrillers yep. will be facing the outside insiders. And I was like, really? You just gave it away, huh? All right. We've been, we've been feeding. Even been, Tony was like, well, I guess he gave it away. <laughs> Plumbo says in the next five years, they're being charged. And O'Hare says that he's a sicko and he should be in jail. Uh, let's be honest. Swing and a miss. Let's be <laughs> More like in the next five years, I will kill myself. You look so oh, Sean good to me, huh? In the next five years, Sean Kier kills himself. But then Plumbo marries Billy. Yeah, well, so, so I mean, it's bad. now I will say this: they undoubtedly picked the right two. You're not wrong. <laughs> so I mean, we got that going for us. Uh, what is this weird thing O'Hare's doing now? What was that? I don't know. We, I was like. What are you, Moxley? What are you, eating people? What the fuck is this? I guess this? he's trying to branch out and get some, get some uh, characteristics. I should be in jail. Know. Like, you could just be, like, just a cocky, he, like, uh, I, I was trying to think of a guy that I couldn't equate him to. Now, if I remember correctly, he was the kind of guy before getting in the business that would get in, like, tons of bar fights, like, the shoot fights and... Checks out. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe this is a little bit of him. You know what I mean? Like, or you have uh, in the future. Turn yourself you know, up to 11, so I'm they saying, say. saying bring back Tank. We have the <laughs> yeah. Etsy in a few years. We have the Etsy uh, American Badass. Yep. So. That's true. Then we just see the insiders stretching. <laughs> it's like, and, like, Tavani, they're like, Shivani's like, they ain't worried, looks like. I was like, thanks, Tony. Yeah. Yeah. Way to put the match over. See, I mean, he's not wrong. Like, you know. They, they, neither one of these two could possibly care less about this feud. Nope. <laughs> or the company. At this point, they're just... Whatever. We get a, a promo for our upcoming matches. It's the feud between all three men. As our next match is a hardcore championship match and a, a, a triple threat. Or triangles match. Crowbar, Ming, and Terry Funk. Sorry, I fell asleep. What? Funk is walking down, but Daphne's in the uh, uh, crowd so he and throws water on him, so Funk drags her she to the She's doing some more for performance art. Yeah, and then she uh, then Funk drags her in the aisle and then continues to drag her to the back until Crowbar attacks him with a chair while Funk is still holding Daphne. Funk and Crowbar are fighting in the back. Crowbar throws Funk into a table. They fight into the ladies' room. Funk throws a trash can. Uh, and this is when like the commentary is like, oh, uh, uh, Ming's just hanging out in the ring. He's playing it smart. And then all of a sudden Ming shows up in the women's room. <laughs> And for five minutes, uh, Daphne was just screaming. And then I was like... So nothing's new. Jesus. I think that the minion was like, are they coming back? Or do I have to go back there and yeah, have to do this I shit? I have to go back God there, don't I? damn it. God, fuck. I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> uh, Funk throws a trash can in the face of Ming. Each man slam each other's head in the steel great door. He has an actual trash can, too, by the way. Yeah. So, you know. Dick. Got that going well, for That's probably a, probably a fucking mandate from Ming. None of that fake shit... You hit me for real. <laughs> Funk's like, I was going to anyways. You know what yeah. I'm going to tell him? <laughs> you know, that's how, that's how I work. We're from the same generation, but... <laughs> uh, Funk and Crowbar throw a stack of tables on top of Ming. Good luck. Uh, Ming sidekicks Crowbar, and Crowbar rolls down a, the ramp. Funk hits Ming with a snow shovel. What? Why? Why is there a snow shovel in the arena? 
Well, because in Indiana, I think it snows during the winter. It does. Outside the arena. Why is it in the arena by oh, the ring? Somebody grabbed it and decided to have a little fun. All right, we'll put that there. To brain Ming with. Uh, Funk <laughs> lit, sets up a barricade uh, against oh, lying dude. against each other. And then oh, on top. Dude. And then <laughs> Funk suplexes Crowbar and it legitimately snaps in half. And I was just Fuck like. Fuck that. Signs to come. Flying. Back over, and I was like, oh, that kid was just a little closer. I thought, and they talked about it, I thought Crowbar snapped his ankle. It yeah. looked so bad. Crowbar grabbed his ankle. The, the the barricade fencing flew damn near almost like could have probably like, encaved his face It's a bit. bad enough when they break those like fiberglass ladders in half. That's a metal fucking guardrail. And it broke just Christ, in half. Christ, dude. Uh, Crowbar oh, puts Funk's I'm knee in the I'm guessing that chair. wasn't the plan. Yeah. I don't think they thought it would bend. Break? Like, yeah. Just break in half like Holy that. Because usually they don't. No. Usually they don't. They might bend a little, but yeah, you don't know break. That legit, like, broke in half. Oh, my uh, God. Funk puts, uh, Crowbar puts Funk's knee in a chair and stomps on it. Crowbar puts his knee in the chair and Crowbar, uh, oh, uh, Crowbar puts Funk's knee in the chair and then he jumps over the leg and over the top rope and splashes onto the chair. Uh, Crowbar puts Funk in the figure four, but Ming climbs in onto the top rope and hits a big splash on Crowbar. No, by the way. Ming power drives Crowbar. Ming hits a second turnbuckle splash on Funk, but Crowbar breaks up the pin with the chair shot. Crowbar and Funk then hit Ming with multiple chair shots. Funk tells uh, Crowbar to help him, but Crowbar hits Funk. Ming sidekicks Crowbar and puts Funk in the tongue and death grip for the win. 11 minutes and 41 seconds. This is boring. I, I don't care. This division sucks. I gave it two and a half. I said better than average. No, it should be a hardcore match. Interesting decision to give the belt to Ming. Who's, to me, kind of been the outsider in this he whole was. thing. He was. Ming just came in and said, I want the belt, and there it is. And then he kept I mean, it. you get tell him no? No. 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 Good, good point. Yeah, you're going over. Touche. <laughs> Fun. We what? see. Yep. Oh yeah, 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 it's a thing. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, uh, so it's like we saw a Quantum Leap uh, commercial, and I, I saw a commercial for the Love Boat that premieres this week. It's a reality show with it's Jerry O'Connell's so, wife. We have Jerry O'Connell, by the way, as the host. Dude, what a rush! It's uh, <clears throat> looks terrible. How about we come up with original TV? That's impossible. Anyway. Uh, we go backstage with Flair walking up to Cat and congratulating him, telling him, hey, you can have the night off. And Cat's like, no, no, it's fine. I want to get down to business. And Flair's like, no, no, no. It's on me. Take the night Basically off. says, go fuck Miss Jones. Yep. I don't know why I got to tell him twice. <laughs> like, you know. We go to Mean Gene with Sid as Sid whispers sweet nothings and said he would choke slam Snyder straight to hell. Oh, I miss Sid so much. And become no, no, champion. No, no, sir. That's not what he said. He said he would choke slam him from hell. I'm like, oh, okay. Up? You choke slam? You're gonna throw him through? What? I tried to make. You know, I, I tried, you know Sid. Sid. Uh, Sid did it. I tried to, you know, make it seem right. No. Joe, no. Okay. Joe's guilty of uh, trying to uh, trying to decipher Sid. Yeah, and I try, and you really can't. I do can't. That. Nah, it's, nah, no one nah. can. Because uh, we're live, pal. Uh, we get a promo for the upcoming matches. It's the history of the WWE tag titles between the Insiders and the Thrillers. What As a what a what a history, a right. storied history. What a hit, what a hitter! <laughs> As our next match is Chuck Palumbo and Sean O'Hare versus the Insiders of DDP and Kevin Nash. Um, the rest of the Thrillers come out to start the match. However, uh, Sander says since he's the coach, at any time he feels like there should be a substitution, we're sub out the Thrillers. 
However, Ric Flair and security comes out to Sanders, uh, Terror Sanders that he doesn't call the shots. He can pound sand. Flair says all of them will go to the back. They either be fined or and and suspended. I uh, so this quote unquote security here obviously is power playing guys. Yep. I was like, not a lot of good looking talent there at the yeah. power plant. Ooh. And Robbie Rage for some reason. Okay. High voltage. High voltage. Warning, warning. Yeah, Kevin Nash with a big boot to Sean O'Hare. O'Hare gets thrown in the corner, but O'Hare springboard backflips over Nash and then hits him with a sidekick. Jesus. <laughs> Nash with snake eyes to Palumbo. DDT hits the to- a top rope clothesline to Palumbo. Thrillers hit a double sling sl- shot suplex on DDP, uh, but the Thrillers mess up who's the legal man for- during the pin account. Uh, DDP reverses. It's WCW. They don't care. Yep. D- well, at that moment, they did. Uh, DDP sidewalk slams both thrillers and big boots both of them. Thrill- the rest of the thrillers run down to distract the ref. Nash jackknife powerbombs Palumbo. Luger does a run in through the crowd and hit with a chair, but DDP notices this. DDP fights Luger in the crowd. Nash is going to jackknife, but someone runs in and hits Nash with a m- monkey wrench. It wasn't a big, big enough one to notice it. Uh, as that mystery man was won, Buff Bagwell, as O'Hare hits the Shantan bomb. For the win, so your new tag team champions, the thrillers of Chuck Palumbo and Sean O'Hare, eleven minutes and sixteen seconds. So when I watched it, I was yes. like, "Huh, that's weird." The more I think about it, I'm like, no, that's the right team that should have won. That makes sense. Yeah, I gave it two and a quarter, and said it was going at a pretty good clip until the dumb finish. Um. But, like, those two also can't just beat them clean. Like, no, I mean, know. I totally get that. There was too much, though. There was all the thrillers and totally buffed. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's a lot. And, like, you didn't like you didn't need both of them. Like, Luger could have handled that. You yeah. know what I mean? Or, you know. Yeah, you had, like, four, five, four or five guys make a run in to make the spot happen. Uh, commentary talks up our uh, totally buff and Goldberg for later tonight. It's buffed. We, Buffed. Okay. Get so, right. Sorry, guys. Uh, Get a right or pay the price. Tampon, I want to hold you in our hearts. Speaking of uh, paying the price. Well, we go backstage with Tanae and the Thrillers as they said, well, we didn't need Tully Buff's help, but, you know. Buff Average can't even get a name right. I mean, uh, they're going to go celebrate. And then we see Flair. Didn't say how far above average. <laughs> yeah. We see Flair going into the limo. Looks like he's going to go pick up the mystery man, and he says, it's showtime. I just took it as he realized Douglas's match was up next. I think that was it, too. He treats like, Shade Douglas like a sting, treats Donald yeah, Rice like, like, nah, yeah, I'm out of here. Yeah, back, yeah, fuck yeah, this, yeah. I'm out of here. I had an order at uh, Hardy's to go pick up. He did say he did say it's showtime, so that's, he probably learned it from, he learned it from uh, yeah, Sting. he learned like, it from Sting. Yeah, I got to go. It's showtime. Hey, that's former Four Horsemen to you. It's showtime. Sting. I guess the movie he's running, going to go see, he, he's running behind right now. Our next match is for the U.S. title, Shane Douglas versus General Erection. Oh, is God. a... U.S. title match for the in a first blood slash chain match. However, you have to get the chain that's hanging with a ladder. So it's a hat on a hat on another hat on a ladder. Wearing a fedora with a chain. With a feather. 
I have to be honest. This was the match I was absolutely dreading. I right, same. <laughs> on this fucking card. Yep. Like, yep. 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 Well, I was like, why like, is this so late in the card? Well, if you like it tonight, more on that later. <laughs> and then, again, for some reason, it must be in his contract. Shane Douglas gets to cut a promo for any match he's in. Ha ha. Saginaw. Was he ever good at cutting promos, Corey? Ever in his life? Because like, mm. he sucks, dude. He sucks. He's major. so boring. He was good in uh, late 94, early 95 in ECW as the Dick Hill champion cutting promos. But in that time and place. Because, you know I mean? like, I understand if, like, your body is fucked and you can't wrestle anymore. That I get. But, like, the promo should kind of always be there. Dude, he is fucking atrocious. He's, okay, so basically what he's done since he got there, and he did this in the last couple of years of ECW, if I'm being honest, is he's taken... A caricature of those good promos he cut in 94, 95, and now he's just doing a caricature of them. Like, like he lost the mojo somewhere, and, but he knows the, the overall gist of it. Oh. And it just don't work. It, it, if I was an honorable man and I could do what one booble does when a David Flair shows up, and anytime Douglas shows up, I'm like, that's my motive. You know, it's just like, oh my goodness. Um, it's Corey's both of For the match, Rection has Doug, uh, the ref check Douglas, and Douglas has a chain in his trunks. Uh, Rection with a lot of Clear arm check locks. You know, he has a baseball bat in his trunk. That's weird. <laughs> get that bat out of there. You're disqualified. I can't. Let's get attached, bro. <laughs> hey, is, hey is, is that cocked? <laughs> locked. <laughs> and loaded. Uh, Cock locked, ready to rock. Douglas attacks the knee of Rection. They fight it in the crowd because why not? Um, Lazy booking. Douglas drops Rection on the barricade. Douglas wraps Rection's leg around the post and slams it multiple times. I felt like he was going to try and do a figure four, but he found out he was Shane Douglas and then said, decide, no. <laughs> he found out he was Shane Douglas. <laughs> like, wait a minute. I'm Shane Douglas. I what, don't wrestle. Well, this is like an episode of Quantum Leap. Yep. Quantum Leap. Who am I? <laughs> Mil- uh, Rection, <laughs> Who are you? I am. Rection military presses Douglas. Rection brings in the ladder, but Douglas uh, and hits Douglas in the head with it. Rection grabs the chain, but Douglas pushes the ladder. Rection falls off the ladder and fall. And the ladder falls on the ref. Uh, so ref bump. It's Douglas, a weird ref bump to be Douglas honest. Douglas pulls out another chain that was in his boot and hits Rection with it, and there's blood. Douglas. Uh, takes the chain off the hand of Rection so when the ref wakes up oh he knows his blood and your new US champion Shane Douglas 11 minutes and 36 seconds that's right guys he's getting a push so we're gonna see more Shane Douglas can I, can I can I know at least before when we saw more Shane Douglas Tori was standing next to him right we don't even have that now nope can I no sell that because I'm going to. Ugh. I gave it a star and three quarters. That was nice of you. Exactly. That's not what I gave it. Exactly what I thought it would be, except too damn long. Yeah, so, hey, Joe, what, how, what was the, the time on that first match? The, the first match with the cruiserweight, the match? cruiserweight match was a whopping, whopping, whopping 11 minutes and 14 seconds. This match was 11 minutes and 36 seconds. This match needed to be half of that time. Six minutes, the absolute most. With promos and vignette, this was 20 minutes of television time for this 
fucking feud. That's terrible. My God. No, Brando. Uh, we're going to mean Gene with Scott Steiner with Medasia as Steiner says he doesn't trust anyone anyone but his freaks. What? Oh, sorry. That's right. Uh, DTF. <laughs> Don't that means something different than yeah. Pump. pump. <laughs> <laughs> ATF. Only trust freaks. Uh, Steiner says uh, you can line you them up. You know what? I'm here for it. That actually works. ATF. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually oh, here with it. That's OTF, not ATF. No, ATF. Any trusting oh, freaks. No. You said only. It's, it's only. 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 The South. Yeah, come on now. Get it right. Uh, Steiner says you can line them all up, and he's going to knock them all down. Joe knows accents. Uh, we go to MIA. accents. We go to MIA. Once again, they're waiting for their spot. And then Rexion just starts yelling at them, saying he has nothing. He has nothing. And then he, they try to talk, and he I just thought he was singing the song, I Have Nothing, from the bodyguard starting Kevin Costner and Whitney Houston. Sorry, and he doesn't. He just says he has I'll nothing. I always love you. We hadn't worked our way up to that one yet. He was still on I Have Nothing. I Have Nothing. So right, we get a history of totally buffed and Goldberg right, and Sarge. Right, right. As our next match is going to be totally buffed versus Sarge and Goldberg. So I want to bring this up right now, Corey. Uh, has Sarge, Jesus, ever had a pay-per-view match before this? I thought about that. I couldn't remember. No, let's say he deserved one ever in his life, but... I couldn't remember if he was part of Star K-91, that lethal lottery. He might have been in that. So I think he has had at least one. God damn it. Because this motherfucker, I mean, my God. That ain't good. Who? <sighs> uh, he was part of all, all Japan Pro. Um, I'm looking for you right now, Corey. Uh, he was in the Dungeon of Doom. Oh, was he in that fucking... He was the leprechaun. Was the Everybody leprechaun. gets beat up by Hulk Hogan and Savage? No, he wasn't in that war games. Oh, no, no. Uh, that three did, stages he, of whatever the fuck? after that. Okay. It just ran around the room. I'm not even sure he had an official match as the leprechaun. It got over so well. Oh, he, my God. Um, God, he sucks. He, He's like a franchise with six inches shorter and worse. <laughs> just, which is impressive, to be honest. To be fair. To be fair. Uh, Start K91, you said, right? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm looking. I haven't looked. Bagwell, Garvin, Ace, Mothers. Ronnie Garvin. Austin, Rude, Hammer, Big Josh, uh, El Gigante. What about the challenger? You're going to be looking for Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker. Okay. Um, 91. Jesus. Steamboat, uh, Sting, Abdullah, Palm, Big Man, Rick Steiner. People are in this fucking match. Johnny Jesus Jesus Christ. Simmons, Tommy Rich, Steve PN News. Uh, no. Yeah, no, he didn't even make it there. Some probably not with pay per view. One pay per view match. All right. That's probably too, too many, but you know, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> that's Steiner math. <laughs> that's right. By yeah. the way, uh, by the way, let me just say this again. Marcus Bagwell was in the first match, and he's a young blood. Remember? In yeah. the, yikes. Well, he was in the rookie of the year contending like three straight years, so, you know. <laughs> Got that going for him. So our next match is Tully Buffed versus Sarge and Goldberg as we get the buffer intro, and it's let's bring them out. Not let's get ready to rumble. Oh, that's only for one match a card. No, no. Yeah, is. you got to pay double that yeah, for him twice. Yeah. <laughs> let's bring him to the ring. Can I tell you guys, he is still terrible. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, he drones the fuck on. I'm just like, oh, my. Everybody thought he was God. so great in the 90s. 
He was the best. Only, of I them guess, both. like you know, compared to like David Penzer, but you know. No, I mean like Great outside name. of wrestling. We're talking. He was. That's why he got into wrestling. Yeah. That's when they brought him in. He was the Jimmy best. Jimmy Lennon Jr. is so much better. Oh my god, it's the guy from Showtime. But did he have the catchphrase? It's Showtime. <laughs> they already had somebody. Damn you! They already had somebody in the company that said it's Showtime. They Woo! Didn't need, they didn't need him. So did he come in? Was he ever there before Hogan? Buffer? Yeah. 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 They first used him in August '93 for a Clash of the Champions. And he would actually do the announcing for every title match on the card. Hard pass. Yeah. He wouldn't do the... Yeah, and the spiel. The spiel until the main event. But he every time their title was on the line, he did the announcing. This man started in Thunder in Paradise. Because he was doing... Like, he did the Regal television title match and yeah, in the June 93. Yeah, it was... Yeah. All right. I thought maybe it was like a Hogan thing. Nope. Bischoff's vision before Hogan even to get him in to make it a big deal. No, there's another one for not old or old Uncle E. Yep. <laughs> uh, Goldberg dominates uh, Luger to start the match. Military presses buff. Uh, my, and my comment is, why would Goldberg tag in Sarge at any point in this match? Because <laughs> uh, he's gassed. You're not wrong. Sarge with a belly to back on buff and then walks along the second rope and does a jumping elbow drop. Then totally buffed. Because that's as high as he can get. He yep. can't reach the top. Uh, double team Sarge. They throw him in the barricade. As uh, as Tony goes, Sarge is the wink leak, and you got to call it like you see it. Jesus, he ain't wrong. God damn, you're not a big call fan like of uh, Sarge. Uh, buff with a long headlock to Sarge. Goldberg gets the hot tag. Pump handle, sla- uh, fall away slam on Buff. Uh, Luger is on the outside and gets into it with that fan from earlier today that we saw. Goldberg clotheslines the fa- uh, Luger. Goldberg checks on the fan, but then the fan pepper sprays him. As a, and then as Goldberg is falling down, he legit like horse collars the fan. <laughs> yeah, he horse into, him across the into the uh, into and then uh, over the barricade and and security goes after him like he jumped over on his own accord. Yep. <laughs> like, as uh, Luger has to tell them to back off, and then they do. Uh, Luger attacks Goldberg with the chair. Um, Goldberg uh, is now wrestling blind. Goldberg hits. There's no real difference, though. Gold, uh, Luger hits Goldberg with multiple <laughs> chair shots, one in the head. Totally buff hits a doomsday device blockbuster as Luger makes the cover for the win. 11 minutes and 53 seconds. So Goldberg is gone. Corey, hey, hey, Joe. Corey, we talked about it. You want to you tell Joe? He gone. Ooh. You're done seeing Goldberg. You're never going to see him He's out. He's gone. Gone, gone. Gone, gone. gone. That's a wrap for Goldberg. So now they've lost Goldberg, too, Joe. You know, real quick, you want to give us the, the real quick recap of who they don't have right now, Corey? Now that Goldberg's <sighs> Since gone? Since October, Sting, Booker T, um, Stevie Ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? Um, there's been a few non-big ones. But those are the big names. And then Goldberg. Um, Tori. That's five. Tori. I just knew that. Uh, yeah. I gave it two and a half, mostly helped by the crowd who were very into this, but they were crushed by the finish. That crowd did not oh. expect him to lose. I didn't. It's, uh, it's, um, I guess we should say he lost because he's having arm surgery. He's, uh, he's actually hurt. It's like, okay. It wasn't like. It's not a big deal, arm surgery. Yeah, like his, injury, some, his injury last year was worse. So I'm surprised they had him lose. But, but why? But, it, but they just kept it going just to get the 
pay-per-view I, payoff? If no, I think they finished. The reason they had them lose because they can always bring them back in a different. Yes, I I think they wanted to get rid of the albatross of the of the the streak gimmick. Thank so God, now when he comes yeah. back, that's not a thing. Well, it doesn't help that the idea of the streak was, hey, we're gonna go a hundred and seventy something and oh, and we're stuck with thirty two people on the roster. And 30. I mean, and also let's be honest, the. Uh, you know, if there are certain groups at this point looking to buy WCW, and their entire idea is to essentially shut the company down for six months and start over, and what better way to do that than to have Goldberg walk out first? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, so, I mean... You know, there's there's a long-term plan here for that, but... It's all part of the plan. So, yeah, he gone, Joe. I'm kind of... Uh, Did not know that. Wow. We figured of, you didn't. <laughs> I'm kind of disappointed. Joe pretty much no-sold it. Yeah. Yeah. He was just like looking at his phone, tweeting football stats and shit, and just, oh, okay, whatever. I'm a, so. He's like, ah, should kick Bret Harder. Yeah. Well, so I'll <laughs> say this about Goldberg. I'll bring it up when we do the best of of the best of of the entire Monday Night War stories. I'm glad he's gone now because Damn. this time around. Damn. The fan appreciation of Goldberg. It, it went away. Uh, how do I say this? It went away for me. How do I say that? I mean, do I really mean what I'm thinking here? I like you do. He's not. He was, a, he was a one-trick pony in yep. 98. You're not wrong. And I still think it was probably a bad choice to beat him at Starcade 98. I think you still had some juice in that lemon you could squeeze a little beat more. beat that way. I just think you could have still squeezed some lemon out of the streak, probably, and then later on. Dude. I think it, I think it's just right place, right time for the guy. And yeah. I just think once one because think about this. I think about it, he's built a thirty year legacy out of it, so good for him. Out yeah. of that two but year probably he got thirty years out of that two one year one year no one uh, year. It was really ninety eight ninety nine. So yeah. this is there's two big what it. Well, one is kind of small. It's like how the fuck did Hogan never get that win back? That is crazy to me. Brother, that's nuts. That's been the thing that I've always been like, huh. And secondly, Corey, here's a, here's a what if for you, a little what if scenario. If they don't fuck over Sting at Starcade, does Goldberg happen? Depends. Because once they fucked that up, you kind of had to find somebody else, right? Because they, they fucked that up bad. They were still gonna do his undefeated streak at least for a while, so the crowd really got into him. But maybe they don't get into him as much if they don't fuck the Sting thing up so badly. Uh, and also, let's be honest, if they don't have Luger and Sting join the Wolf Pack, <laughs> where they just muddied the waters of everything and made him and DDP the only stars left in WCW. I watched a Sting and Nash promo from Nitro on like YouTube. It was one of the things that came up. Hmm. Clear as day, the two of them are so hammered. Sting's talking gibberish with the red paint on. Nash is trying to put the belt on his forehead like a bandana. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like... Jesus. I'm just like, fucking hell, they're both wasted. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's that thing for me. It's just the, the like... Like, I remember we did our top ten favorite wrestlers, and I know Goldberg was on my ten. He ain't anymore. Things have changed. And it's just like Spoiler, the thing... Bro. And I'll just say that now. And like the thing is, it's like that crazy thing of when Goldberg returns to with his shitty ass uh, Megadeth theme, and he comes on the stage, and then he's just like, "I'm back," and I was like, "Ah!" Oh. And when I legitimately went, "Fuck!" <laughs> so, 
Well, he gone. You don't got to worry about him anymore. Okay. He but, gone. But it, but isn't it concerning the level and the mm-hmm. number yeah. of main event yeah. caliber stars that are just gone? Yeah. Hey, everybody else you have, by the way, is a heel. Yeah. They don't have any faces. That's a main event. Well, we so, uh, we're going to get to the match next. They have one. Yep. And, and he's in the next match. And, and it's that crazy thing this well, of he's gone too. It's that crazy thing of this. You Spoiler. have you have no you have no top face baby face besides the guy in the next main event. But you have Kevin Nash who's been like, Hey, my contract's up in two years. I'm just having fun right now. I'm just here to fuck I'm just here, I'm just here to fuck around and get my money. And it's just like, okay, well, there's that. You have DDP, who also, just like Goldberg for me, the fact of, like, I wasn't that big of a DDP fan from the get-go, but then watching it this time, it's just like, uh, you know, meh, meh, meh. You know, I'm weird when it comes to DDP this time around. Yeah. There are points where I really enjoy him, and there are other points where I'm like, eh, you know, I don't need it. What I, for me, for me, it's like that 97, 98, and then once 99 hit, and then he got with Kimberly-type situation, I'm like, I'm out. Yeah, I enjoyed 97, 98. Yep. So you're saying you like Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, I like yeah. Savage. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, the best... Well, I liked his Everyman 98. I mean, his feud with Benoit, and then his thing with Goldberg, and it was okay. Hey, the only like, good thing about one of the later DDP storylines, Scott Steiner tossing Kimberly out of a car, <laughs> and, then, and then saying he didn't do it. And then being the baby face when the match happened. Yes. Well, that in um, Canyon. Yeah. Who better? Uh, but then, but yeah, but there have been times where I've been like, I don't need DDP yeah. around. But other times I've enjoyed him. It's weird. But uh, back to this pay per view here. Uh, Corey's right. I mean, that crowd lost all lost all interest. That that crowd was like, well, that didn't help him. Fuck, man, didn't help him. So I, I get the card placement, but they probably would have been better served putting a match between the main event and that match. Yeah, because that crowd never came back. Uh, they were crushed. So I would have put I would have put Morris and Shane right there. Like it deserved to be in a mausoleum. I mean, that's why like any of these like loser leaves whatever is always the main event in these territory matches because they're not recovering from that. Especially if it's the babyface that loses, it doesn't matter what happens next. Right. So then commentaries like, "What's going? They don't they they didn't know they don't know what's going to happen, Goldberg. What's going to happen next? You know so." Uh, we get a history of the WCW title as our next match is the main event of Fatal Four Way of Jeff Jarrett, Sid, Scott Steiner, and a mystery man. Uh, we get the buffer intro. However, Flair comes out and says, "Well, the mystery man will come out on my uh, on when he feels like it." Yeah, he said that. Uh, I said there would be a mystery man. I didn't say he would start the match. Yeah, I was like, huh. Okay. So we have we have that. So it's gonna be so basically now it's a two on one match, um, Sid and uh, Sid versus Jarrett and Steiner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sid throws Steiner in the barricade. He sidewalk slams Jarrett. We get the double team. Steiner with a belly to belly on Sid. Sid double suplexes both men. Sid throws the Jarrett into the fans. Then the camera cuts. To the back as Flair arrived, uh, lucky, goes, lucky timing goes to the limo, and then does somebody? Did we see the person come out out no, of the car? He just opens the door. Okay. No, and then Sid decides to go to the second turnbuckle. Oh, we don't know that. It was the second. No, I'm saying, but the viewing audience didn't know what happened. Yeah, we don't know what happened. Yeah, they said it wasn't shown on TV. 
as... So when they come back, he's just laying in the ring. Sid's laying on the ground. Uh, his foot going four different directions. Yep. As you he's can definitely sc- tell something's wrong with his leg. Something's wrong, Sid. How's that? He is screaming at the top of his lungs, just sitting there. And Steiner just keeps beating <laughs> the fucking shit out of him. him. <laughs> keeps kicking him. Ref, ref checks him. walking off Steiner, Steiner decides, I guess I'll do push-ups. <laughs> well, so at that point, he was like, oh. And so he's trying to kill time. Because, kill time. Because it's not the spot yet. It well, took Papa a couple seconds to realize what happened. Yep. Oh, he doesn't notice the leg going the opposite direction. Flair then music hits. Mystery Man rocks out. Mystery Man stands in the middle of the ring. Takes off his mask. And it's... Road Warrior. Well, he didn't do that till after the match. Yeah, he hits Sid. Sid. Sid hits, he yeah. hits him with a punch. Punches Sid. Steiner covers. Takes that mask off. And it's Road Warrior Animal. I can't blame them for the finish. That's not how it was supposed to no. happen. Sid was supposed to be on the offense, looking like he's about to win when the Mystery Man comes down and fucks him out of it. Yep. But instead, they're like, "Fuck, we need this done now. Just go down and hit him, so they know you've turned." But. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I will give you... Okay, so what do you think of it? It's um, not hard to rate the match. Well, I'll be honest. I'll, I'll just let me do mine. So okay. I've been dreading this. Oh, we've been waiting for this for years. Yeah. So I had to take a walk. My leg started fucking hurting. Like, I felt the pain. of like. I'm, plus, I'm just like, oh my god. Because Sid is legitimately just screaming at the top of his lung with his leg snapped. So would I if my bone had snapped in half. Yes, his leg snapped in half. And he's just screaming, and I'm just watching Scott Snyder fucking kick him. <laughs> like, I mean, he's probably lucky he had those long boots on because yeah. it would it would have gone through his skin. It was a it would have been a compound fracture for sure. And then commentary, I I'm because I, I I was intrigued by watching this because I'm you know I've only seen the, the the footage they show on Monday, <laughs> and they I was like, what the hell is commentary going to say? Like, what they what what do they say? Because I've never watched it, and commentary is like. Uh, something's wrong with Sid. A uh, guy, something's wrong with Sid. He's seriously hurt right now. All right, we're out of time. It blew my mind. Just, I knew they didn't show it on paper, but I wanted to build, build up. I did not know that. I, I did not know that. I did not know that they didn't show it on pay per view. So when it happened, so because I remember the, you know, he Flyer goes back and goes yeah. with the car, and then we come back and Sid's hurt. I was like, did I miss it? So I rewound it. I was like, no, they just, the they viewing audience, it. luckily, didn't see it. Well, they rectified that on there. I mean, they fixed that later. Yeah. Um, although, <laughs> when we get to it, I haven't thought about that. When we get to it to, on, on the more stories. Put it in your notes, because you might forget it. I won't. Okay. Um, I, I, this, <laughs> I, I was flabbergasted. So, Steiner was always going to win, right? Yes. Yeah, the finish was always... wasn't this, but Steiner was always going to win. Yeah. I uh, so I did not know who the Mystery Man was, or if I, I knew, I, I didn't remember. Uh, well, the Mystery Man changed. What a fucking letdown that was! I was like, well, really, fucking animal? Yes and no. No, for me, it's well, a fucking letdown. Yeah, it sucked for, for, for you. Yeah, <laughs> but at the time, if you listen to the crowd, they were genuinely shocked. Nobody uh, figured it was animal. It, it could have been Doink. They would have been shocked. Whenever somebody debuts like that, it's always a pop. No. Oh, it wasn't a pop. It was more like a, oh, him. I mean, I'm not saying it was good. I'm Ugh. just saying they at least they shocked people. Nobody figured it was animal. Like even the smart people didn't figure. But that's because it changed. Yeah. Obviously, the original plan was Rick Steiner. Yep. But everybody in the world figured that out when he came out dressed like that last week. 
and yep. the hobble. So it was like, uh, well, Amber was coming in anyway. Johnny Ace, his brother, is in charge of creative. and He's got a WCW connection, so it wasn't the worst idea to bring someone like that in for something. It just happened. It, it becomes this. Um, it, for so, me, yeah. For should, should they, even though everybody figured it out, should they just done it anyways? Just the story is better with it being Rick Steiner. Like sometimes, like we've talked about it. Like sometimes it's it's okay if the crowd like want because they want it. Well, they have a different plan. I don't know if it's better because like the thing is. So but for me, so plan. I'll be honest. The whole time to this day until I watched the show, I thought it was Rick Steiner. I thought it was Rick Steiner from the get go. And then watching this past w- the week prior to, and then every time Mystery Man hobble out on the ground, the you know the crowd's barking. So I'm like, oh, it is Rick Steiner. So like I'll be the whole time, even leading up to the spot at the pay per view, I'm like, oh, it's Rick Steiner. It's Rick Steiner. Like, I think it would have worked as Steiner. I think it would because it even because even in the thing of uh, Flair's promo, he's gonna rock is uh, rock Steiner to his core. That sounds like it's his brother, not uh, uh, animal. And now I can say what I wrote down earlier here. So when they were doing that flare Goldberg thing in the back, I was like, oh, he's turning heel like a motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, could they foreshadow this anymore? Uh, ironically, and I, at the time, maybe it wasn't. Uh, but it, with 20 years of hindsight and WWE's terrible <laughs> creative for most of that time. Yeah. If you watch this nowadays, as soon as the cat wins the the commissionership, you're like, oh, Flair's turning heel. Yeah. yeah. Because you're not going to have two of the same. And then, power, and so. then Flair doing the, hey, have the night off. No, yeah. it's fine. And no, then, no, 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 no. Have the night off. It's obvious he's he's turning heel and assembling a super group. Yep. Uh, which is what happens. So, and, and looking back, you can put Rick and Steiner wherever you need to. I think in the end, this probably worked for the best because at least with debuting Animal here, it seems a little bit more important than him just appearing on TV out of nowhere. At least you're trying to build something up about it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. uh, not, not to say it's going to work, but at least you're trying. So the match goes seven minutes and 53 seconds. A little so short. This was a tough rating for me because I didn't rate solely on match quality. Because that's a tough match to rate if you're just going on match. It's not very high. Yeah. But considering everything around it and the way it had been built up through the night, I enjoyed it a great deal because of that. So I went with just the medium, two and a half. Two and a half, it yeah. just It didn't go anywhere, but it didn't go down either. It was right there. Overall, I enjoyed it. Um, feel bad for Sid, but uh, Joe, he gone. He gone. Oh, yeah. you, you don't yeah, he say. Gone. <laughs> so two big names and two matches in a row on this card you've lost. So to add to Sting and Booker and Tori Wilson and Disco and, and Stevie Ray, now Sid and Goldberg. Things are looking slim pickings. They're looking bleak. So, uh, do you have a final verdict? Dun dun. Uh, it's it's not a great show. I can't call it a great show, but I did find it to be an enjoyable show. I did too. I was able to watch it easily. Yeah. I don't have a lot to complain about. It was a step in the right direction from their previous, got maybe the entire year. Um, uh, but it's Dan Disney. The. Uh, <laughs> This company, maybe more than any company in the history of wrestling, is so cursed when it comes to debuts. Yep. Like, I mean, there's plenty we can pick from, right? But the one that comes to mind, obviously, is Shockmaster. You're like, well, I mean, Jesus, right? And then go forward. 
Bret Hart's debut in the company is the same night they fuck over the greatest storyline maybe ever told in that company. And also fuck over Bret Hart. And also fuck over Bret Hart. You come to this. The debut that whoever it was supposed to be, it was built up for a month. It was a big deal. And two minutes before it happened, the dude shatters his leg on pay-per-view. Is that why the Outsiders worked so well? Nothing bad happened when they debuted? Uh, Scott Hall interrupted... uh, a terrible match, Mike Enos and uh, God damn it! I never remember who the second person is. And, I always uh, know Mike Enos. the Mahler, Mahler. and uh, God damn it! I never remember who the fuck is in the Steve match. Steve Dahl, Steve Dahl, and Port I should wrestling, Port of wrestling, but I don't remember. Yeah, and uh, he just he interrupted a jobber ass match. Yeah, nothing bad happened. Like maybe I, all the way through Bash of the Beach with the reveal of the third man, nothing happened. Catastrophic. Is, happened, the, so, is I mean, my is, my joke is this? Did they put all their mojo into those like that from that time period? And they went, well, once this happens, then shit can happen to us. I you guess know also, what I mean, like, I just, just, if you want to be fair, like it's it's Scott Hall, and then by by proxy Kevin Nash and Hulk Hogan turning debuting, as opposed to Fred Ottman and Animal. And I also just and, think that you know. <laughs> sometimes when you're that unlucky, sometimes you're going to have victories. But eventually, like a Jack victory, the old the old magic's going to return, and boom, you know what I mean. Uh, I thought it was a good show, not a great show. I thought it was a good show. So I just I don't even know where where to ask this question and what we do now for the rest of the show. When did you watch this live, Corey? I didn't see it live. No, in fact, this was one that I wasn't able to procure until well after WWE was out of business. So when did you hear about what happened to Sid? Uh, it would have been either it would have been the next before day. Nitro. Nice. Yes, before Nitro. Before Nitro. Okay. I had access to the internet, but not like at home. So I, I whatever I was doing during the day, someone would have alerted me to. What did you uh, hell, think so. about when you heard about it? I was like, can't be as bad as he said. Like you know, sure. I mean, he broke his leg, maybe sure, yeah. but it can't be as bad as he said. Yeah. You know? So when Joe was describing how he felt when he watched it tonight, so is this the first time you've watched it? Ever? Yes. Ever. You know what's crazy about that? What? I would have had the same reaction as Joe. Five years. No. No? Five years ago. UFC's not. I have started watching UFC, and I've seen so many horrific injuries now that I'm just like... Don't get me wrong. It's a bad fucking injury. The only one in sports that I think comes close is the Kevin Ware one, the basketball player from yeah, Louisville. When the bone stick it's, it's the same break. Dude, I'm that just, fucking Olive Garden. My yeah. brother sent me the, the photo. I'm like, fuck, yeah, dude. It's the, it's the same kind of compound fracture. He went for a layup, landed, and his leg snapped. He sent in me a national title game on, I mean, CBS. CBS. He so, said, you my, know. My brother sent me a photo, sent me the text. A lot of people eight people saw. My brother sent me a uh, photo text of, oh, my God, did you see that? I'm like, no, I'm at lunch. Next thing's photo. <laughs> Were you still at lunch after that? Uh, I was finishing up. Yeah, there it is. And then the Paul George one, I was watching the game, and then I left to get food, and I came back, and it was it happened. Yeah. So I like to me the sit injury has like has like s- scarred me to my lo- scarred me that like even watching horror movies and stuff like that like. But like I, mean, we watched, I gotta be a little tipsy to get. We like, watched them here. The other guy that snapped his leg and half kicking the other dude. Like and even then, I'm like I was in the kitchen. Eh, it doesn't bo- like. I was in the kitchen. I missed that one. Doesn't bother me now. It's so weird that it doesn't bother me now. I was just like, oh, I did that one. The whole room uh, went, oh. I was like, what's going on? They're like, and then the yeah, whole room don't was like, come in. don't come in. <laughs> yeah, I was in the other room when that happened. One well, where like, I stepped backwards and his leg fell in half. Uh, was that it? was I fun was too. The, I was in the other room. 
So yes, I I'll be honest. I enjoyed some of it. Like I enjoyed the show. This but was then, not a bad pay per view. How do I put this? You hate Funk. I get it. Yeah. I the only match I hated was the U.S. title match. Same. Oh, you're, you're not wrong. Was fine on the card. Honestly, I enjoyed the main crowbar parts. It's yeah. just Funk. Gotta funk is it. Funk is my David Flair. Gotta have it. He's just he's a drain on the show. I can't so, believe the show is still fucking on. This let's go. Jesus. Let's go to buy rights. Has it ever produced anybody? No. 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 Literally nobody. Uh, let's go to buy rights. So, uh, WWF's last show was Armageddon. 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 It was over one because every pay per view that fucking year was over a one, which is Crazy. the well, craziest stat I've ever heard in my life. I think it's still their best year pay per view wise ever. It'd be hard to be better than that. Year. Maybe, I mean, because even a one, like, you know, halfway through the summer, um, they make choices. <laughs> As Vince is wont to do, he made choices. Uh, uh-oh. 1.15. Uh-oh. Yeah, uh-oh. 1.15. For that. For Armageddon. And you could, we call That's it one, one card matches. Uh, half of that match. Is a, it's a half of a match card. Yeah. What happened to oh, Timmy Tom? Um... Uh, arm. Yep. Mm, all right. uh, then fun. last year's show that this took over. Sold out. Sold out 2000. Was it still uh, WCW NWO sold out? Or was it just WCW no, it sold, just out. sold out? Yeah. Then, it's, then it sucks. Sold That's out. Uh, that, the infamous Dean Malenko Kidman match. That got a point. <laughs> I'll run it down now. Uh, <laughs> That's how he ended his fucking career in WCW. He just rolled out of the ring. This got a point two six. Sold out? Sold out. Well, this didn't do that good. With with Kidman versus Malenko, Vampiro versus David Flair and Crowbar. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Big oh, Vito and Johnny the Bull versus the Harris Brothers. Oklahoma and Medusa for the Cruiserweight title. Brian Nobbs, Finley, Norman Smiley, and Ming in a hardcore match. Kidman versus Perry Saturn in a bunkhouse brawl. Booker T defeats Stevie Ray. Tank Abbott and Jerry Flynn in a minute 39. Jerry, I forgot Jerry Flynn. Buff Bagwell and DDP in a last man standing. The Wall with Shane Douglas defeats Billy Kidman. Cage. Kevin Nash defeats Terry Funk to become commissioner. And Benoit defeats Sid with a point two six. Mm. I can't wait to hear what this got. I'm going to go point oh six. I'm going to go point oh nine. I wish it was that low, but it wasn't. Um, the I gotta get to that. Jesus. The pay per view buy rate for Sin was point one seven. That growth did that go up? Starcade two thousand was a point eleven. It's yeah. a what? They they got better. Wow. Point twelve. That was a better show. I'm curious to see what uh, February does. Did did the mystery guy make that big of a difference? We gotta see who the mystery dude I is. I mean, probably. I mean, I wouldn't think it would make that big of a difference at this stage. It always, so, it's, it's always a big deal I'll, when somebody I'll, does that. It's I'll just, just say this: last year's two thousand sold out. I mean, start, we knew Punk was gonna be there, and he sold out a fucking arena. The you year know what I mean? started out point like, two six, and then the year ended in two thousand with a point twelve, point eleven. That's, that's and then not great. Now he's jumped to a point seven. We're going up to the moon. It supports my theory, uh, and I'm not the only one who's had it. That if Austin? They, no, that if they'd what? just had a little more time, 
they were on the way up in 2001. Now, granted, they're really low right now, but they were on the way up. The live gate was 162,578. <laughs> what was the attendance? Attendance. That's an NBA fucking, it's a brand new in a, NBA arena. In, I, I had the Jose Canseco Arena. Basketball attendance can be 17,000. Concerts is 19. Ice hockey is 12. That's, that's 17 for that's NBA? They, yes. That's how they build them all these days. Weird. They're afraid to go too big. Uh, the sold out, just by the way, in... Cincinnati. 14,132. Jesus. Last year. Amazing. Jesus Christ. This year... Well, I mean, since he is a fucking hot wrestling town, though. And uh, it was built around the reformation of the NWO before it all went to shit. For 500 people got hurt. Yeah. Uh, the attendance for Sin was... Let me verify because it's two different ones. Nope, same. 6,617 I mean, paid... 4,631. An arena that, for a stage, say will fit 15,000. Well, then I will say they 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 filmed it well because it didn't it look good. Empty. And yeah. they, they mic'd the crowd well because yeah. the crowd was into most of the show until Goldberg and then, you know, and then the main event happened and then I, what are you going to do? I really think the, the nadir of the company was November, December 2000 and they were on their way up. Because, like, the thing is, like, no company's ever going to stay that bad for that long because you're just not going to be in business. You're just yeah. not. And WWF was not going to stay that hot. You can't physically stay that hot. You At can, some point, it's going to balance out. You already see positive steps. It's just hard yep. for wrestling fans to see them. The fact that Hogan and his cronies are out. That's a positive a in, in the positive. year 2001. That's a big positive. The fact that they downsized and they're focusing on young talent. May not be the right young talent. May not be the talent you want. Or it's not the talent yet. Yeah. Like, you just you have to get them there. But they're clearly focusing on younger talent. There are signs. Like, the mistake WCW always made, and we'll, I mean, we'll recap this when we get to the end of the, the, the whole run here, is it's not even that they had the people like Hogan and S, that they always focused on them. If they had used them in the middle of the card and elevated other people, they would have been fine being there the whole time. Yep. It would have helped the product immensely. Because when you have a Kidman or Booker T beat Hulk Hogan, that fucking matters. I love him, but you got rid of problematic headache Scott Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, who, so was I mean, not, who was not in where he needed to be. Yeah, I mean, there are steps in the right direction. And as we go on, there were further steps in the right direction and things that were looking and, promising. And what did we talk about a year and a half ago? Uh, maybe go and put that belt on Scott Steiner because he can carry your company. Look what he's it. doing. Yep. The show was so much better with him as champion. You have a stable champion who the crowd... Which is ironic that Scott Steiner is your stable champion. Who the crowd clearly buys as the top guy. And he gets a pop, but he does get heat. Yeah. He gets heel heat. Mostly because he punches fans in the fucking face. But, you know, it's heat. <laughs> so there you go. There are steps in the right direction here, but it's just not there yet. What a crazy way to start the new year off for WCW, right? Yep. You lose Goldberg, you lose uh, Sid. Sid. So, it's his leg. Let's go to our favorite part of the show now, guys. I left my leg in Indianapolis. <laughs> it's the award show. Let's start off with best match. What do you got? You know what? I'm going to go Young Dragons against Courageous. I am and, too. Uh, and I Noble. thought I was by myself. Make it a three. Yeah. That, that was, was good. a fun fucking fun. match. Thank God they added it. <laughs> like, uh, yak match. I of mean, the franchise versus direction. I mean, it's the U.S. title fuckfest. Yeah. yeah. Sucks. God, it sucks. Who is your MVP? 
I struggled with this one. Yeah, so did I. I went with the cat, forgetting to be back in charge again, and uh, giving that side some hope. Yeah, and giving, I mean, now that he's in charge. I mean, it matters more the next night, but. He's going to be focused on. Yeah. So it's hard not to go with the cat. Uh, You know what? You got to because. Well, he's got to be the greatest. Situations dictated you couldn't pick anyone in the main event. Uh, Mm, Yeah, I'm going to go with the cat. Got to be. Um, You know, I'll give it to the cat because I don't know how many many times they would get a chance. Uh, who is your Moa Dib? You can. Sid. I feel so bad for him. Sid's my Moa By the way, lucky uh, son we, of we should bring it up now. I don't know. I, I, Sid breaking his leg, right? Yep. Why did he break his leg? Because well, somebody in the back, I think it was it Oklahoma? Was it him? Someone said for him to do height, the, the move. Oh, no. Uh, everything I've ever heard is that everybody tried to talk him out of it. Oh, I heard the opposite. Yeah, no. And people were like, that's not a good I'll idea. It. I told him to do it. There it is. Yeah. It could have been that Oklahoma told him to do it, then other people were like, don't do I, it. I wasn't that fucking idiot. Because yeah. I, thought, I thought Ed said to you, like, hey, do the second rope drop it's kick probably or a little call, a little call and B. Well, it wasn't even a drop kick, though. It was, it was a big a, boot. It, was a, it big. was a big boot. Why would you ever do a big boot off the ropes? It doesn't make sense. Probably Ed for are you dick? Because um, I because I've heard it. What someone told him told him to do it. Who'd you pick? I don't like who I picked. So I'm gonna change it. I wrote down Ric Flair, and I don't understand why. He had a good night. I had a reason. I don't. <laughs> I don't remember what the reason is. He, he yeah, strategically. It's, it's not Ric Flair. In fact, he he probably should have been my MVP of the night. He strategically placed everything in place. Are you changing it? I am. Rick right, Flair. Rick Flair. Totally had it. So I'm so good with Cap. Yeah. Uh, who is my Moadib? It's got to be said. I, you know. I mean, who had a worse it's night? It's not really his. Who, who had a worse night mm. than Sid? Us having to watch the U.S. title match? No, I am not going with Sid. I'm going with Sarge. You got Goldberg fired. Good job. Goldberg got pinned. Sarge didn't help. He was the weak link, remember? I'm Call surprised, it, see it. surprised nobody went with either Rection or Douglas. It's, well, it's, I, it's, I, it's low hanging fruit. I the fruit's laying on the ground at this I point. I haven't gone, gone yet, and uh, it's hanging on the it's hanging it's laying on the ground and already fucking bruised. And, I'll, and I'll get, I should give it to Douglas because he was on my fucking screen. I, yeah, I'm, I'm going with Serge, but I'm going with Sid. There it is. <laughs> I, the best part. I'm sorry, but the best part of him being the motive is him breaking his leg, <laughs> screaming at the top of his fucking lungs, and Steiner still kicking him. Sarah's like, fuck it, match it over uh, here. And then push-ups. I'm guessing we all have the same what the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing it's yep. Sid's leg being in nine places at once. I'll tell you what. I'll change mine just to be different because that's the one I was going with. Oh, but, uh, I mean, typical WCW. You finally gave us a show to look like you're maybe kind of turning things around. Too little. Too late. Too late. Yeah. Too late. <laughs> Yep, this uh, this if, company's cursed. This would have came in September. We could be talking a whole new ball game, but no. But it didn't. But both of ours, WTF. I feel <laughs> yeah. like I feel like in the uh, when we get to the awards, just mark it as all. Um, yeah, yeah. It, oh, it's yeah, it's up there. I generally pick what like is kind of the overall. Even if we have one, I kind of just pick and choose. Not always mine or whatever, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's pretty easily said. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's our WTF. So. This brings it into th- this WCW pay-per-view. We got five left. 
which our next pay per view next week here. Next week is the Royal Rumble. Two thousand one. Two thousand one. But for WCW. But for WCW, what's the next one? In a February eighteenth. Okay, so Nashville, Tennessee. It's an important day. In thirty days, we'll get to that. Yeah, it's an important day. Nashville, Tennessee, for Super Brawl Revenge. So uh, we got that to look forward to in a month. But next week here on the pay per view, my favorite pay per view of all year, two thousand one's Royal Rumble. That's right. Can I can't wait? You know the funny thing stuff is. I'll say it now. I'll say it on the show too. I don't. I've never seen this pay per view. I've seen the Royal Rumble, but I've honestly forgot about it. But I've never seen the the I mean, card it's below. Clear who wins. <laughs> I don't even remember who wins. To be Hulk frank, there it is. Oh, I got that deal. Spoilers. Hammer Blackman because their feud's fantastic. Right? I got that deal. I'm gonna beat all twenty nine of them and go to WrestleMania. I'll throw them all at once to make it the what? quickest match ever. Then I will pass on the champion. Oh hell yeah, brother! What? Hell yeah. So coming here next week on the pay per view stories, the Royal Rumble two thousand one. You can go to NoCellEntertainment.com. That's right, NoCellEntertainment.com, where you can find all the blogs, all the podcasts, even Power Pro Wrestling tickets at NoCellEntertainment.com. You can find us all on the social medias, on Facebook, the Instagram, and Twitter. We're all on the. You can follow all of us on the socials. You can follow NoCellEntertainment at NoCellENT. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, baby! And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts.